0: Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast, episode number 276. I'm your host today, David Palermo. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing with my life, but I'm in Tampa right now. And I'm meeting up with some Bills fans to watch the game. Very excited. So, Miami, obviously, if you're listening to this, it's before the game. Clearly you're a deep Bills fan. I'm not gonna break down your stats. If you want that? Go to cover1.net, go to lockdown bills podcast. This is an entertainment show today. Go on the Going Deep podcast, which is on Cover One with our friend, Kevin Masseri, our good friend friend. So here's what's up. Tyreek Hill, (laughs) Tua, the Dolphins, the running game of the Dolphins. They just ran all over the Broncos. There's word, you know, Sean Payton even said he thinks his team quit defensively. Which for what it's worth as this is an entertainment podcast today, not your stat geek podcast. I'm laughing my ass off because I've never liked Sean Payton Payton all because of his visor. Legit. Just his visor. So when I see him fat as fuck, I don't wanna call him old because like I'm aging. You know, I got some grey hairs everywhere. Um and this dude is just out of his mind. I'm like Oh, you're gonna throw throw Nate Hackett under the bus. And and that I actually agreed with. We saw Nate Hackett first person. And if you look at it at the Jets, their offense sucks. Wow. Geez. wonder why. Signed Bill's offensive coordinator, got lucky somehow with Doug Moron and made it to a championship game with the Jaguars, Nate Hackett. And then he does his thing. <laughs> With the Packers, who has an MVP quarterback, so all he has to do is stay out of the way, be a great teacher. And next thing you know he's in Denver and falls on his face. And I don't know why I'm on Nate Hackett. So yeah, Sean Payton, fucking dude, man. So it's just really good. And Nate Hackett's on he got his balls kicked in by the Dolphins. Um so when I look at the Dolphins, if you ever play Madden I know this is not how they play. They don't have a play for this, but um, for what they're actually doing. But to me, layman's terms, (laughs) I'm just seeing like four streaks down the field. All right, dude, because Jordan Poirier's out this game. That's a big guy. And the game plan for the game plan. Um, Talking about game plan earlier in the week, I thought in the offseason that the Bills were going to go a a three-high safety look anyways. That's why I think getting rid of Tremaine Edmonds who got two fast safeties of Milano and Bernard who had Edmonds' stat line in one game. Um, Interception, fumble recovery, and uh, two sacks, something like that, which is very bonkers. So last person to do that was, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, two interceptions, a sack, and a fumble recovery. You know what it is. Go look into it. Not looking into it. So what I'm wondering is Jordan Poirier's out, Micah Hyde, you had smart safeties that can give you a different look, confused to uh, allegedly when the Bills take away his first read, he looked totally different. Well, I was at that Miami game, and I, I said game one in Miami last season, don't sleep on Tua. All these Bills fans are all like, oh, dude, come on, man. You're a fucking idiot. Oh, dude, he sucks. Dude, I understand hating laundry. But I don't like lying to myself. So I'm not going to lie to you on this podcast. I think Coach McDermott's done a great job. And I think his game plan, and what I mean by great job is making adjustments. Preseason, the team had like 13 penalties in a game. The next preseason game, they had none, or maybe one entire penalty. So that to me is coaching. You're getting guys who have money to play for you. When you have money and you're in the league, and what else do you need? And as a fan, the average fan, doesn't have millions. We can't sit here and go, oh, wow. We have enough money to start another business to create more wealth for the rest of our life now. We have a starting point. So to get these vets to play and show up every week, I think it's huge. And I was really looking forward to seeing Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde and how they were used, going to be used today. And I'll be honest with you, um, you know, Taylor Mays, I'm not really not really uh not really impressed uh the dude people you know some people think it's a better matchup because he's faster and I'm not really sure because if he's stupid not stupid but if he's not a, a smart player I don't know what to even or to even bring this down you know uh, I'm sorry Taylor Rapp not Taylor Mace so it's like you know when Taylor Taylor Rap. I was sto- so stoked on the signing. I'm like, dude, if they didn't sign Jordan Poyer, this is a the guy they should get. And the guy he thought played sloppy. I thought that hit on uh, Devante Adams was so shitty. And Devontae Adams had a comment about it to paraphrase, pretty much saying, like, that's why you're not a starter, dude, because you suck. And to, to have a headshot at a guy after the play, I don't know. I, I understand it. Back in the day, that's what you do. So, when it comes to this team, this week, is Taylor Rapp a liability? And I'm really kind of concerned. Is Taylor Rapp a fucking liability? I don't know. But I do know one thing. The Bills, they can scheme all they want. But the Dolphins also have a running game. Two or three for, I think, 26 times, completed 23 passes. The game was 21-10 to 10 in the second quarter with Miami over Denver. And there was, a, I believe, eight minutes left in the fourth. And they still could have put on more points, the Dolphins, with starters, and they pulled some starters. So when you look at Mostert and what he's done to the Bills, I swear, I think it was like game one no not game one one maybe it was game two or the playoff game one of those games that wasn't in Miami it it, it was one of the last two I swear to you most of it had 100 yards in the first quarter it it was just unreal because I've always had this people talk about the past but we all know the run game is still a part of football that's where it started it's it's part of it. So the Bills finally have a semblance of a run game. I, I feel like the Bills have. A lot of people are picking apart the offense of the Bills, and frankly, I think the Bills and the Dolphins are very close. That they're, they're they're they can both have some big plays. Diggs is always finding space, but I have to give the edge for explosive plays. I would say I don't know the stats on it. But as far as my eyeball test, on Miami, they Tyreek Hill is just unreal. And I'm not really sure what to do about it. If you take that read away, what's he do? Just burn the next guy in zone coverage? Who's manning? The, what are you doing with that guy? Now, people go, oh, well, two is not that good. It's just a system thing. With McDaniels. Yeah, that's funny because the Dolphins almost beat the Bills with their backup quarterback, like third string quarterback. I was at that game in the playoffs. And maybe he's, maybe Bills fans are right. Oh, he is a system quarterback. You know, he has him doing his thing where it's very simple reads, take away the first one. Is it though? I don't really think so. Because when Tua went out, the Dolphins were kind of shitty. That's a fact. The Dolphins are not good without Tua. So objectively speaking, we've seen Tom Brady get rid of the ball in two seconds or less for years. You know that's what Tua's going to have to do. Does that mean you take some of these guys, put them on the inside that are long, like Epinesa and Rousseau, to, to clock passing lanes? or I don't know. What do you do? Do you concede defeat? W- what do I mean by that? Do you just hope that he, he throws? you know what I mean or do you want them to run like where do you want to go with it um obviously on the radio people bring up uh Belichick with the bills you know when he was Giants defensive coordinator Thurman Thomas had the ball forever ran the clock out now look I think the bills to win this game I'm not your defensive coordinator I don't fucking know I'm interested to watch I want to see what Coach McDermott does. I'm very impressed with them the first few games. I'm a big Leslie Frazier fan. always have been uh, from the Minnesota Vikings day. Vikings fan as well. And my dad is a Vikings fan. So I always watch the Vikings. And that dude, great coach. But I the, the bend-don't-break defense drives me fucking nuts. And to see the aggression and the speed of McDermott's defense is noticeable this defensive line is playing very well I just need them to stop the run it sounds dumb as fuck I need them to stop the run because what if they do the same thing which is take the air out of the ball take take the clock down and now Josh Allen is doing what throwing the ball up the Bills need to get up fast if the Bills get down i'm sorry the fact is we've seen this team for too long now with head coach and quarterback it's a very heady team if this team is behind they have a hard time coming back and they have i understand that but when the pressure is on i need to see this team grow this is a huge game for the season i think this miami game will set the tone for the season I'm very excited for the coach. I'm very excited for the players to get through this one and and get on the other side. I want to see what the chess match entails. McDaniels is out of this world. I I cannot commend that head coach of the Dolphins enough. And he's chill. He's funny as fuck. He understands what he's dealing with with these athletes, and he does a good job um scheming all these guys open there's word on the street oh Sean McDermott could be the guy now to lay out the blueprint yeah sure let's see it I'm not saying it can't happen but when I look at the Bills personnel and we have aging safeties and now one is out and then one is sloppy as fuck and Taylor Rapp I don't have that much confidence in that area Allegedly, you can't bump Tyreek Hill because the dude is a beast. I don't fucking know. I don't play the game. I just watch it with you. <laughs> so I'm really concerned because I, every week I could go into, man, the Bills are going to murder this team. And if you've been following me along for the last few years, I am not as much of a hopium person anymore. I'm sick of being lied to. I'm sick of the fucking media, the Bills media, all that shit. It's ruined my time. Watching the Bills, especially with the pandemic, okay, football was about toughness. It was it was about going to work, bringing your fucking lunch pail. That's what I thought it was about. And to see the sports soften up, to see us not be able to stand up for ourselves, or I can't go to a game because I don't get a vaccine, and then I'm gonna have fans come at me. Go fuck yourself. And then everybody forgets all that shit. Eighty thousand people forget about it. So, you know. I've had a hard time buying the fucking Kool-Aid of the Bills, to be honest with you. And it's not the Bills, it's not McDermott, it's not Anwin, it's none of the players, none of the coaches. More of the media department strategy. Like, I like Derek Boyko and those guys as, as far as, like, what they did to keep negative media off the Bills. That's what I thought the problem was before Boyko came in, who is the uh, vice president of media relations with the Bills, He or public relations, probably the first one I said uh he might be top dog but what they did is they ended up moving on from their other pr guy i believe his name was scotch virtual and they moved him to another department they didn't fire him because that looks good on the company when you don't fire him you just move around the company or lay him off for temporarily and paid to leave right so The Bills need a good objective media on them. That's why I started a podcast. I was like, dude, there's there's 53 players that start. We don't have to hear Bills doom and gloom, okay? And I don't think it's really a question on if it's doom or gloom or not. I think it's a question on what are the Bills really doing? And I think the Bills are very competitive. I think Josh Allen is the prototype quarterback. Josh Allen needed to run that offense of Ken Dorsey. Against the Washington team, we saw him run the offense. So if you have a good media department, but not one that's over the top okay, and pandering, you can now clog the media with good stories and not have so much negative shit going on the bills and and then you get your guys going on radio shows of being cool pat mcafee it was a matter of time for people allowed swearing you know and uh just never wanted to be that espn type that can't talk my mind so it's nice to see pat mcafee doing his shit and Josh Allen back on that. Is this the game where you let him loose? What do I mean by let loose? I need him to play within the offense and and live another down. I need Ken Dorsey to have a great chess match. The offensive line played so good last game. Game three, Jalen, they did a great job on Max Crosby the week before. I was concerned about the lineup. This week, or I mean, against Washington with their forward defensive lineman, I didn't notice shit, <laughs> okay? I was like, wow, Bills are, are doing fine. Totally cool. And that's what you want from your own line. I don't need to know the defensive lineman's name. On the Dolphins, though, we got that nut grabber that is uh the guy who, who likes to grab Josh's nuts on the D-line. He's not going to get his name called because he doesn't deserve attention, um, they have an injury of course i'm not gonna look into it so defensively i think that the dolphins can be had only thing we need here is i i, I firmly think the game plan should be the bills got to get up quick i don't care if that's one play and then you squish the air out of the clock they need to get up quick that means a one play touchdown that means first drive okay a nice four minute drive that's fine an eight minute drive cool but is that going to have Miami be desperate immediately or is Miami going to play the same game long game run that clock out keep the ball to Josh's hands um there's some predictions on this game I don't know what way to think about it again I'm just really excited about the about the game plan I mean from from both coaches I'm just very 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 excited so um I'll give you some score predictions so shot Kapadia from The Ringer, this is all buffalobills.com and uh, they had to pick the Dolphins plus three. Okay. Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports picks the, the Bills minus two and a half, which the line apparently moved. Uh, Bills Bender of the Sporting News has the Bills at 34, Dolphins at 31. Vinnie Eyer of the Sporting News has the Bills win 30 to 27. Covered spread. Ryan Reynolds from 33 team Bills twenty seven, Dolphins twenty four. And uh you know I don't know think <laughs> I really don't. It's so early in the season. This is one of those things where it's game four and you're like, Okay, what what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Game one, the bills fall on their face. Game two, complete opposite. So you have a yin and yang. Game three. Okay, this is Bills we're used to. But am I going to look at the Jets and the Raiders and the Commanders as a good football team at the end of the year? I don't know yet. Again, it's early. We know what we think now. It's early. So we might look and go, wow, why did we think the Bills had a shot against Miami? Or why do we think, right? So, fun fact, the Bills have dominated Miami for years at this point. I'm technically not worried about it, but if I was to be worried about it, it would be this one. They play him again, and I'm sure they'll meet in the playoffs. So, game one of three, am I going to lose my shit? Well, I probably podcast immediately after. No. <laughs> Maybe a couple days. Let me take in some stuff. Let the dust settle. Uh, Tim Avery has an article coming on numbillsfan.com. If you haven't been checking that out, there's been one a week for last, since the season opened up. So please check that out. Our friend Tim Avery, great writer, great friend. And it's freestyle. He'll write anything. Game two, he he wrote like a movie script format. It was great. Interesting read. So with this team, I'm looking at, at James Cook. I'm looking at Diggs Davis. I don't even want to talk about Kincaid. I feel like Kincaid was there to clog up the media. I don't, I don't understand. I get he's a good pick. Uh, as in like, I like him. I think he, he finds space and that's what he needs to do is find space in his zones and do what he does. And I thought the game in Washington was a great game for him. Like he saw what he's capable of. He saw him bending around people and, and finding space and sports is all about space. My game prediction here, if I was to bet, I don't think I would bet the Bills. Here's why. I don't like them having to take away two and a half to three points on the line. And when everybody picks the bills to win, even a Mike Florio from pro football talk, that fucking lawyer douchebag, corny doofus, like no way I I can't, I can't have that. So, um, I'm kind of curious to know, (laughs) like if everybody's picking the bills, that's not a good sign to me. So, the Dolphins just put up 700 or 70 points. Yeah. They put up 700 points. And, uh, when does Sean Payton get fired? Just, just saying like, can we go there again? I'm having more fun talking about Sean Payton getting fired. Um, it just comes down to the, the bills being the best version of themselves. It, If Josh gets desperate, the the game, I don't want to say it's over because we've seen too many good plays out of him when things break down. Again, looking forward to the matchup. I think it's going to be a a game that is 27 to, to 24 if you want to go there. And I will pick the Bills. They're at home. I like the stadium. I like the energy. It's going to be loud that also said the flip side it's min out for the dolphins they are faster than the bills they have shown elements last season of exposing sean mcdermott but it was leslie frazier's defense right this has been numb bills fan episode number 276 me and tampa um enjoy yourself love you all and Hope you enjoy the game. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. I wish I was there actually for this one in Tampa currently. And uh, this is why you have Josh Allen. You need points, you can get them any which way. If this means the dude has to run a little bit, sure. You don't need design runs for Josh Allen. When the play breaks down, there's a side of the field that has room, get there. Pretty simple because um, I'm here on my couch. Again, I'm your host, David Palermo. Welcome to the NumBills fan little universe here we have. We got media on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, posted from Instagram. Uh, What else? A website? Yeah. NumBillsFan.com. So if you want to find all that, we got it. Yeah. So TikTok, YouTube. Yeah. There you go. YouTube shorts. Some call to actions. Maybe I have like a thought. Quick thought for a minute of some garbage. Check it out. You know, last year I called out, they need to re-sign Jordan Poyer. what they do? They re Jordan Poyer. I went to the, to, to the game against the Browns, the Bills against the Browns in Detroit. Jordan Poyer came back to that game with something on his sleeve, played his ass off. Again, I'm missing Jordan Poyer this week. Wish we could see him. And, uh, very stoked on this game plan for the Bills. Can't wait to see it. Cannot wait to see it. Uh, this team, I think, has the potential, this Bills team, to be more complete under McDermott, especially with this run game and O-line. I've been looking for this O-line to come to fruition and his linebackers to play fast. And, and nothing against Edmonds, but like I had a chip on my shoulder against him that if you give away that many picks, you got to be fast and impactful immediately. And he wasn't, let's face it. So, again, subscribe everywhere. Tell your friends. Don't tell your friends. Don't listen. Love you more. Numb Bills fan everywhere. Peace.